the adjustment with that extra something is that adjustment made by innate of patient wherein every detail leading up to delivery of an adjusted for delivery of forces upon part of chiropractor and recall response on part of patient must work together to that definite end. Instead of this action being a one-man action, as would be true with moving bones, it is a two-man job wherein each is cooperating exactly right, each to mutual advantage of the other, both acting together to accomplish a desired object, each desiring the same thing, an adjustment of the subluxation which the correct the chiropractor wants corrected, which innate knows must be corrected, and which innate is willing to help correct. As golf is a state of mind, business is a state of mind, and so is adjusting a state of mind. You get what you think, for as you think, so do you act. Desire to move bones in thoughts, and that is the you, action you attain. Desiring to, to create an adjustment, thinking that innate must respond and place it where it belongs, that is when you attain chiropractic action and the adjustment with that extra something. So I, I love that quote. Um, if you really think about what it is that you guys are doing, right? What you guys are doing is you are like this, according to, to this, uh, if, if you read um, more of this, um, there are two kinds of chiropractors essentially. There's the chiropractor who moves bones, right? And his job is to take the bone and go from here to there. Uh, and he says a good adjustment occurred because uh, he heard it, right? He heard it, you know, I heard, oh, that was a good adjustment, right? Um, but I want to ask you something is, do you think that the noise is the correction, right? Is that what you define a good adjustment as? You know, so, because if that's true, then would lack of noise be no correction, right? And is that how you, is that how you analyze? Do you analyze based upon, I heard something, or I didn't hear, I didn't hear something, I heard something, so that, that must be good, right? That's not how we, how we make an analysis. That's not, there's nothing neurologic to that. There's nothing uh, exciting about just moving bones to just a noise, right? What, B, what BJ is saying is that an adjustment with extra something is when it's, it's a two-person thing. In other words, the chiropractor needs to knows that the, there is a subluxation, has found subluxation and evidence of it, right? And not just saying there's a high spot, number one. And number two is that they desire that both patient uh, or practice member and the chiropractor desire to put those forces together to create some kind of healing. And that is the adjustment with the extra something, is putting the, the right bone, so to speak, having the right adjustment in the right place at the right time in the right direction with the right intent. All those things together make an adjustment, right? Not just moving the bones, right? Almost anybody can, you can go like this and crack your knuckles, is that an adjustment? Or is that just a pop, right? Just because you pop something doesn't mean you actually move the bone in the right place, in the right direction, with the right intent, right? With the right result, that is not a prerequisite, right? Just noise. Noise is not a correction. And then he says, adjusting is a state of mind. You get what you think, for as you think, so do you act. So what is it that you're thinking about when you're adjusting? And I want to give you an example of something that I heard. I, I, I love talking about Dr. Wayne Dyer. Um, he was, was an amazing author. And if you haven't 
experienced talk to Wayne Dyer. You really should. He's got plenty of audio tapes, a lot of stuff. He's got podcasts. He passed away a number of years ago, but he's got some great stuff that's still out there. Um, so I want to kind of talk to you about, to me, what is the adjustment with the extra something? Um, and it really relates to Dr. Dyer's work. So um, he says, essentially, that there are four states. There are four states that, um, that problems uh, live in. And we're going to extrapolate problems to like subluxations or dis-ease or disharmony or the, the body not working as 100% the way it ought to. So the first state is solid. He said most problems in this, in, you know, in our realm are solid. In other words, they're heavy, they're solid, they're, they're just tough, right? Um, he said, but if you want to eradicate or move up to a higher frequency, right, from solid, right, you need to, you need to get your mind off of that problem and start thinking on it with a higher frequency. And the next higher frequency, according to Dr. Dyer, is sound. So we're not talking like solid liquid gas, not talking about physics. We're talking about more like metaphysics. So sound, so sound waves. So he said a lot of problems live in sound waves. And isn't that true? It's how so many of our problems live on sound waves. In other words, like what people say to each other, right, as a sound wave. So, so that's, another, that's another area where problems is solid, is a, is a physical kind of thing. Uh, sound is when someone talks to you, right? Uh, and sound, but sound waves are faster. It's a faster vibration, right? Um, now, and then there's a, the next level of vibration is light. Now, light moves super fast, right? 186,000 miles a second or whatever, right? Super, super fast, um, depending on its frequency. Um, but that is very, very powerful. And that also has its own sort of problems in it. But those problems are very different because those are quick, those are light, right? Those aren't as heavy as, like sound has a heavy, heavier kind of frequency to it. Solid has a much heavier frequency to it. And then there's light. And then Dr. Dye says the next field that's higher still and has very few problems, except what's going on in our own heads is the, the vibration of thought. And here's where I think I differ a little bit with Dr. Dyer, is he's saying like thought is the frequency where there are a lot less problems, is that, that because thought, he says, which is kind of true, thought is faster than light because sometimes we can think about something and something will happen so quickly and it's even faster than turning on a light and how, like, you know, and turn on a light, there's sort of a delay between how, when you click on that light and what it actually turns on. Well, when you think of something, it's instant, right? It's like instantaneous. And the thing that's amazing about thought is that when you have a thought, right, you can instantaneously change everything in your own body, right? If you have a negative thought, you can automatically in one second change how your heart rate is, how your blood pressure is, how your breathing is. You can go from being totally calm in totally like alpha low beta state and you can and you can get yourself into some high theta state really, really quickly by getting yourself super stressed, right? And it can happen in one second, right? In one moment, right? And not even a moment like a traumatic sort of a moment, but one moment, you can just have a bad thought about something. You can wake up with a bad dream and you're in a peaceful dream state and then, right? And now you're, you're so I differ, I think I differ with, with Dr. Dyer when he says thought, the, the field of thought or the place of thought 
has is like the highest frequency and the least amount of problems because I think actually thought has a lot of problems too because of our own brains. But here's the, the highest frequency, right? And this is what I want to talk about. This, this to me is the adjustment with the extra something. Um, it's the, it's the, what they call the field. The field. And some of you may never even heard of it, about this concept. The field. And I'm not talking about fields like going outside you know, and seeing a field uh, where you kind of play you know, football on or something. Uh, I'm talking about the field, right? The field is this collective energy consciousness, this collective consciousness of everybody on the whole planet. We are living partially in this field. Like if you really think about where are these ideas, what, do you ever get this idea like where the hell, uh-oh. Hmm, what was that? Uh, uh, you ever get this idea that comes, see, I'm in the field. I just changed that. Uh, so do you ever get the idea of, oh, oh, did my internet just go out? So I want to tell you about the final piece uh, in this, and that is the field. The field, uh, which is when we lost power, hopefully not saying that word again is going to change this. Uh, but the field, the field is the highest level. Dr. Dyer did not talk about the field, but I think that's the highest level that we can be in consciousness because we are all operating in the field at all times. When we have a thought, right, that we've never had before, have you ever thought about, like, where did that come from, right? Where did that come from? Now, yes, our brain is able to produce all kinds of thoughts, right? And we can produce all kinds of original thoughts. But do you ever have the idea, like, gosh, I haven't thought about so-and-so in a while. And all of a sudden, that person calls or texts, right? And you're like, whoa, how did that happen? This happens all the time in the office. I'll be thinking, yes, exactly, Talisa. I don't know how that happened. Uh, <laughs> um, but you're right, the power flash when I mentioned the field. Um, but that's what it is, right? But you ever, like the other, the other day, I always think about this. All of a sudden, I'll be thinking about a patient. Wow, I haven't seen so-and-so in a while. And next thing you know, that person will literally walk in the door. I'm like, holy cow. That's really, really cool. And in the field, this is my true belief. <clears throat> in the field, there are no problems. In the field, when we can tap into the field, there are no problems, right? So yes, there are you want to tap into that adjustment, that extra something, then tap into the field. And how do you tap into the field? Through meditation, through prayer, through quieting your mind. That's how you tap into the field. Um, and so many of us, we live such busy lives that we never turn our minds off. But I get to the office every morning at between 7 and 7.30, even though my first patient is 9, and I don't even have staff show up until like 8 o'clock. We get there at... I get there at seven between 7 and 7.30 so I can sit and meditate, so I can connect with my source. I can connect into the field because I want to give adjustments with that extra something. I want people to say to me, like yesterday, we did a re-exam on a boy with um, the chi. Yeah, you could, some people call it the chi, Talisa. Um, I want people to say, just like yesterday, we did a re-exam on a little boy who was on the spectrum. When he fir I first started seeing this kid, this kid had no words. He now has 47 in one month's time, six weeks, six weeks' time, from zero words to 47 words. That's amazing. And that's because whenever I see a patient, I clear my mind of everything, and I am with that patient and that patient alone. And even though there's all other kinds of things happening, my energy is tapped into something higher 
then it's higher, solid, right? Solid, and you'd be like, oh, you know, I gotta pay the bills, uh, rent is due, uh, I got this big test coming up, like those are solid problems, all these heavy things. I got OSCEs, I got boards, right? I, I'm about to graduate, I'm really afraid of, those are solid problems, right? That's the first thing. The second thing is sound. Sound is like someone saying, wee, 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 but or something, you know, I don't like this about you, or, I don't like that about you, or you're mean, wee, 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 and all these people, the complainers that you try to get rid of in your life, right? Right. Um, that's, this, that's sound, or, the, or problems that occur because someone says something hurtful or mean you know, to you. That's sound. Not that it doesn't hurt, but remember like that old saying, sticks and stones may break your bones, but names will never hurt you, right? These, you, have to, you have to think about like, I'm not going to let that hurt me, right? I am so strong, I'm going to let not to let that hurt me. Um, so that's the sound waves. Light, light, you know, those things are, are these quick, high energy frequency things um, that usually are, are, they're so fast that they might have a little temporary effect, but not as significant. Um, thought, this is in your own brain, which I think is one of the worst places to be because we're all like ruminating in our own brains. But the feel, when we tap into the field now, you are there with the source, whatever you want to call the source. You're into universal intelligence, right? As the original chiropractor used to call it. You are tapped in, right? And when you're tapped in by, through meditation or prayer, however you want to get there, now you're able to, to really connect, right? And my goal is to connect with my kids, to connect with my patients, to connect with my practice members, to connect with the, the parents of the, the practice members I have. I want to connect with them. I want to connect with them in a place that they, like, I, I had a, a new patient yesterday. When I was like, first explaining chiropractic to her, she was like, eh, I, I don't know if this is what I'm really into. And, but then I, I, I talked to her, I explained to her why it's so important, and then I adjusted her. And I was so present time consciousness, right? I had such present time consciousness that when she got up off the, the adjusting bench, <clears throat> she said, all right, I'm, I'm ready, I'm going to sign up. Because we do memberships. Uh, I'm, I'm signing up. She's like, I got it. I got it, right? Because I, I try to tap into the field and I said, I'm going to put all this focused energy into this adjustment so that she gets it. And if she doesn't want what we got, then we don't want her in this office, right? But if they want what we got, then we are here, right? And that's what I want to talk to you, you know, to really make, like, understand when we talk about the adjustment with the extra something, right? You get what you think. You get what you think. For as you think, so do you act. So, so when you're adjusting someone in the clinic, when you're adjusting someone, wherever you are, forget about the, the solid, the big heavy problems. Forget about the sound waves, right? Forget about the light, right? And forget about your own thoughts, please. Forget about your own thoughts. Tap into the field, right? Tap into the field and go there and get ready. So like, you know, when you have to do an adjustment, don't arrive at the clinic at 2.55 for a three o'clock adjustment. That's poor planning. That's poor planning. Arrive there at 2.30, sit yourself in some quiet space, close your eyes and pray or meditate or deep breathing or something to get you in a better state, to get you prepared to give the best adjustment possible, to give the adjustment the extra something.